podcast, the podcast for working creatives. This is episode 71. I'm your host, Pamela Rooney's creative director and co-publisher of the physical magazine, Sad Mag. Well, I guess that's the last time I'm going to introduce myself that way because I'm giving the CD co-publisher reins over to Sid Danger. So Sid has designed the last two issues of Sad with me as CD, but she's going to take over the whole thing along with another new co-publisher, Madeline Barber, who is the editor-in-chief of our latest issue, Nostalgia. I'll remain on the Sad board of directors and continue the Sad cast, but uh, we'll be leaving the creative duties behind, which is, you know, it's bittersweet. I know they're going to do a great job. And, you know, the magazine's purpose is to showcase emerging artists, so it's really nice to let the next generation learn and grow from the experience of running a magazine. Um, It's been probably the most fulfilling thing I've done creatively, even though, like, I don't feel like I've ever made, like, the perfect magazine or anything. But it's been enriching to me in so many ways. When I first moved to Vancouver, um, I was going to Emily Carr, and the creative community felt really alienating. And I never felt like I really fit in or was a part of anything. And with SAD, I really found a community of people. And uh, Katie, my fellow co-pub, she's really the architect of the good vibes at SAD. It's really, really not me. <laughs> I would say that we really tried to keep keep it inclusive and accessible so no one would really feel like I did. Yeah, I know the good vibes are going to continue. And we would love it if you'd come out to celebrate a decade of SAD Mag. Can you believe it? We're 10. Come out to the Nostalgia Issue launch party July 6th at the Anza. I'm sure by this time it's sold out because (laughs) I'm recording this earlier. But uh, just in case it's not, you got to come. It's going to be an epic party. Dead Ghosts are playing. We're going to have vinyl DJs from Dame there, Drag from Dank Sinatra, and the Queen of East Van is Olden Baron is hosting What More Could You Want? So going to be a big epic send-off for me and Katie. And also we're introducing the sad awards so it's going to be really amazing maybe one who knows okay before we get into our guest for today i wanted to start a new segment one minute with an account manager may i think maybe we need a better name i don't know or a theme song if anyone has skills to make a little intro uh for us get at get at me um have you ever heard of glassford and walker They are a design studio here in Vancouver who create the most stunning identities and packaging. I'm sure you like troll them on Instagram as we all do. You've probably noticed like all the like restaurants in the city have all been branded by them. Um, Joe Pizza, which is now uh, Di Pepe, uh, St. Lawrence, uh, Kisa Tanto to name a few. Anyway, Catherine Benedict Perry is a project manager there and I caught up with her to see what she thinks makes a good creative. Okay, tell me about your uh, job at Glassford Walker. Um, so I'm project manager at Glassford Walker. Um, so yeah, I've been with them just over a year now. Um, and I started off as project coordinator, mostly handling the um, production and procurement side of things. And now I'm, yeah, project manager. What do you think makes a good creative? Um, I think definitely thoughtfulness. I think that's something that's key that I've recognized with the the team that is at Glassford & Walker. Well, there's a whole bunch of things, but yeah, definitely, um, yeah, thoughtfulness and just kind of attention to detail and kind of care from the whole project. Um, 
an intention within that as well. Um, something that I, from my kind of position, having no ego within the team is obviously just helps in getting things, just an easy workflow mm-hmm. and a real streamlined process. And again, it's something that I feel we're fortunate in having. Now I'm going to ask you maybe a controversial question <laughs> for you guys. Uh, who do you think has the best pasta in the city? Oh, I would probably go with My guest for today is no stranger to sad. He's illustrated a few things for us, even written a great piece, Take Me to Flavortown, about Guy Fieri you might remember from the cheese issue. He's currently fulfilling all our fantasies and quit his full-time design gig to freelance as an illustrator. Here's my chat with the talented Graham Zirk. I don't know what you want to ask me about or what you want to talk about. I'm nervous because oh. I'm so fresh to freelancing that I was Mostly like... politics. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> just yes. kidding. Just kidding. No, it's... Why are we here? Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm here because I'm excited just to talk about it. It's like a new like practice run for me to be like, I have a different job now. Yeah. And it's a scary job. Well, okay. So tell me about your decision. Because I feel like we talked about you leaving your design position at Lush like three years ago? That was a minute ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that was like when I was starting to kind of think about maybe it's time to change lanes yeah how long were you there like, i was there for like five years yeah that's a long time yeah i started in the factory that's so oh and you worked your way up yeah. was it oh my god they could make a movie of it did you like draw a doodle <laughs> and they're like this kid's got skills <laughs> hey what is that is that a bath bomb <laughs> what, no what it didn't really go like that it was just uh, uh like i had my education in design and experience in design before and i'd moved here with my wife like with no real leads like we just kind of jumped in and yeah. knew that we wanted to live here and work here. But like uh, Lush was just kind of like, it was a seasonal hire that I got. Like I just needed a job. Right. And I kind of fell in love with the company while I was there doing that part. And I was like, well, you know, they have an in-house department. Like maybe I should just do that. Cause I don't know, I was, I was sort of feeling weird about going back into advertising. Like I'd done it for a little bit, but I was, I mean, as, now mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's apparent maybe why mm-hmm. it's because like I could do those things and I could do them pretty well but it was like is that what I'm happiest doing and is that yeah. what I should be doing yeah and I think that was kind of the catalyst of like or like reason why you and I talked about that because I yeah. was like I know I can do this and I remember your answer that's funny you bring that up because I was thinking about that today like what did I say you were like you, why do you want to do another design job why don't you just go freelance like I thought you'd by now you'd be doing that and I was like holy <laughs> shit Pam thinks I should be doing that. okay that's kind of an interesting idea. Or, like, that was, like, me beginning to see the lighting on uh, the writing, right. the writing on the wall. Right. Of like, maybe this isn't a crazy idea. Yeah. And, like, maybe it's not, like, a, you know, a, a fringe notion that I could do that. Yeah. Um, well, I I mean, like, we'll check back with you. But it's only been how long now? <laughs> a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. Are, have you uh, panicked yet? Or are you still still feeling like this is the right move? Oh, no, I totally think it's the right move, but Good. I'm panicking all the way through. Okay, okay. I'm not, like, worried about the move. Yeah. That's not the scary part. The scary yeah. part is, like, having been, like, a house cat for so long. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. like, oh, my paycheck comes on this day at this time. Right, like, right, right. And that doesn't happen anymore. And now, like, yeah. your wife still works for Lush, though, yes. right? Yes. 
guess. So how did that happen? Did she? Did you guys both start there at the same time? Or? No. Uh, we'd actually worked together before that at a different agency in Saskatoon. You guys we were... are cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we'd, we'd done that before, and we are kind of like, oh, that was fun. We actually met in art school. That's, like, how that happened. Aww. So we've been, like, kind of little partners for a long time. Wow. Do you work on projects together now? Uh, outside of yeah. her job? Yeah. Uh, not as much. We're kind of giving each other space right now. And I think that was a big, that was another big reason why we chose to stop doing that was just like we had to stop working like that uh, together. Yeah. Because like five years of that, like on a marriage, that can be pretty hard on you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it with my husband at all. No. It's no. funny how many people tell me that whenever I tell them. Yeah. They're like, oh God. Well, I mean, you just, you need time to, like, miss a person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, like, the question of, like, how was your day? Oh, that's interesting. What <laughs> yeah. did they do? They, oh, that's just so like them, you know? It's like you were there yeah. <laughs> the entire time. Well, like, when 5 o'clock hits, you shouldn't be like, oh, God, I got to get away from you. Yeah, because you remind me of work, yeah. too, in a way. Mm, and, yeah. like, that's what you talk about. It's just, like, it just becomes, like, a total, like, closed loop. Yeah. So that was a big reason why we ended up. You know, yeah. why, I went up, why I ended up leaving that job. Now, did she want to leave? Was it like, who gets to go? No, no, no. no. She, she and I were both in like a really different trajectory with that job. Like, um, it's funny, the day that I quit, and it wasn't, I didn't plan this. Like, I had no idea it was coming. But the day that I quit was the same day I got offered a pretty sizable promotion to be like, our director for North America. Oh, no. So That's was, so hard. They like sucked. felt it. They were like, he's going to no, I don't. They honestly, I don't no? think they did. No? It was. It sucked to make that. Like, oh, I'm a, not saying like you weren't good enough to get that on your own. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I wasn't implying that. No, no. They. It was like they were pretty surprised, and I was like, I mean, I always knew that at some point it was gonna have to happen, just based on working with my wife. Yeah. And like, also where I wanted to put my career and where, what was just fair for my energy. Yeah. Like, especially with that, like offer to kind of swim up a little bit it was like I could have taken that and I could have like tried to do that with the balance that would need to be struck but there's no way that I'd be able to do that as well as I wanted to knowing what illustration it turned into yeah and I wasn't about to like show up half speed for those people oh that's nice I didn't want to like be one of those like you have to be all in if you're going to do that job yeah and being all in on all those things that I do and being that stressed out and that insanely burnt outable yeah, <laughs> with with your lot. wife at work like good luck dude like yeah implode oh my god when they offered it to you was it like immediately you're like actually i quit <laughs> <laughs> i knew the day i was going in that i was going to do that oh, it was totally like man. chance i didn't i my mind was made up and that didn't yeah. that made it harder to say i have to do this but it was not like um i didn't really have to think about it just based on yeah where i knew i wanted to point my life yeah it sucked it was really really hard it's were like, they emotional were you emotional yeah all of us were oh, it was tough I, I, so sad. that's the only like serious job i've had in vancouver since i moved here it was kind of like my home in a lot of ways yeah and that's like one of those companies where there's a sufficient amount of kool-aid floating around so like yeah it kind of like yeah it's 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 tough to walk away from a place like that and when you know you'll like it like yeah and you like the people and like you're actually going to miss them but it's kind of cool. You sort of have like half a foot in with your wife still there. You could go to the Christmas party. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hope I get to be the plus one. I don't know. Ah, come on. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So you guys have like a lot of um, bath products, I assume. 
Uh, yeah, too much. Yeah. I mean, that might change now that I'm not there to steal it all. She might just, like, she might just have, it like, a sensible stock going. But, like, everyone gets that for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. For the first, like, two, three years, that's how it is, usually. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, okay, like, what else can you do? Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> I can draw you something. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the gift this year. Yeah. Sure. Well, I think that will um, appreciate and value which is good, <laughs> oh, right? Right? Yeah, let's hope so. So you just had, was it your second solo show? Yes. At um, Land in Portland. Yep. How did that come about? Uh, well, I'd been kind of working with Land for a long time. Like, they, Land has a, a company attached to it called BioLympia. Okay, cool. And uh, I had been selling pins with them for, like, years. Oh, so they already knew yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, I the honestly the the uh, I was surprised that they asked me to do a show, but like, uh, yeah, they I'd been on the radar for a minute, and like I'd gone down to visit Portland because I just like getting there every now and again, and uh, they knew they noticed I was there, and they're like, hey, wait, 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 like come back, like we want to talk to you. Really? <laughs> so. Now, did they know that you had done um, that show at Slice Slice of Life? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, That's they knew cool. that, and they were like, would you want to do something with our space? And I was like. Yes, like, of course I think. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. What's interesting about your work is like it's sort of like, like when you see it, um, like painted, it's sort of like this hybrid illustration, art. Like, where do you think that line is? Illustration and art. Mm, I think it comes down to who's asking for it. Yeah. Honestly, like it comes down to the brief. And yeah. Like, is what, there a brief? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or lack yeah. thereof. Yeah. If right? there's a brief, it's illustration. And if there isn't, it's art. I mean. Yeah, and like, I'm trying to like use the same, like, uh, same approach to all of it. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. compartmentalize it too hard. Mm-hmm. And it's all like, I mean, it's funny because like, it's basically design thinking, but used for like, yeah, not design. Yeah. Which is why I think your work has, you know, like insight. Well, also lots of like type. Yeah. Which is interesting. Do you think of your shows um, like as a whole, or kind of like piece by piece? Uh, I like to think of them as like um, like little pieces, individual events. Yeah, they they happen. They have like a, for lack of a better term, like brand or like yeah. There's yeah. like some sort of like a, um, I don't know, identity to them. Mm-hmm. There's like a colorway to them. There's like a a type style to them. Yeah. There's like themes that are being addressed in it. It's like pretty controlled. Okay. At least the last two have been. Yeah. And do you find yourself being, like, stuck in a style or, like, wanting to explore? Like, because, I don't know, I feel, like, super ADD, and I'm always like, oh, but it could also be this <laughs> totally, completely different style. It's funny you bring that up because I am actually really ADD. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, like, this is one of the areas where I actually feel like I have some control and, like, a little bit of, like, nope, these are the rules for this thing. Yeah, and that helps you Yeah, focus it. But everything else is just a... Total scribbly mess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. The oh, process no. leading up to all that stuff is, like, like 18 sketchbooks that are just, like, not even the same kind of sketchbook. Like, it's... Oh, man. How many sketches do you have, like, roughly for a piece before you commit it to it, a painting? It depends. Like, I never... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, th- there was a, a piece in the last one that, like... I, I think I had to have drawn that thing, like... It was that lamp one. I think I posted it. Mm-hmm. I think I had to have drawn that like 30 or 40 times. Like, oh my God. it broke my brain getting that one. And I hate it. I hate that piece so much. I don't no. want to look at it. Oh, oh no. It's, I have a pretty weird relationship with my work after it's done. Like, I don't even want to see it. Like, are you ever happy with it or are you never happy with it? Uh, I'm neutral. I mean, like, I'm glad if it makes someone happy. 
there's a couple that I guess I'm like kind of yeah I did that but like yeah. I'm always on to the next thing like I'm not like yeah. precious with it again I think that comes from like doing the kind of work I did for as long as I did like Mm-hmm. a good chunk of it ends up in the recycling. And in fact, you hope it does because it's paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm exactly. not, I'm not like, super married to it. Like, it's the next thing that I'm excited about. Well, that's good, I, I guess. Good. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I have also have a complicated relationship, but I'm mostly, like, just don't like anything I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Instead well, of le- neutral. <laughs> that's very close to how I am, too. Yeah. Why are we like this? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's probably because you're just like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, there's so many things I want to try and so many different things I want to do that like getting really, really attached to one just like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. I've never really thought about it that way, but I, I think that does make sense yeah. for me because I'm always like it, but it could be this, it mm-hmm. could be that. So it's like really well, Would hard you ever to... stop revising if you didn't have to? Like if there wasn't a deadline, would you just keep? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Unfortunately, (laughs) which is why like our printers hate us for SadMag because it's always down (laughs) to the fucking wire. (laughs) But anyway, and like, is it better? Who even knows? Um, Do you do? Well, clearly, I think you do like a traditional sketchbook, but do you Apple Pencil or Wacom tablet? Yeah, I'm loyal to the iPad. But that's only after. Like, I do all my thinking on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing, I don't start anything on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a finishing tool as far as I care. Yeah. Was that, like, a game changer, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I look back to some of the stuff I was doing when I was, like, drawing, like, with pens and then scanning it. It just takes so long. Oh, my God. The amount of time that that took is just insane. I know. Like, I can't believe, and, like, the amount of, like, thinking on the fly that you don't get to do. Yeah. Because, like, once you have the idea in digital, like, you can actually manipulate and tweak and, like, revise as you go. And then, you know, when that whole, like, art director conversation comes along of, like, hey, make that blue, you're not like, like, oh, shit. Like, that's, yeah, you, that's like, like a two-second fix as Ugh. opposed to, like, I don't know how I did that analog as long as I did. And I don't know how people, like, generations ago, like, the... Paste up, like, oh, God. Of, like for, t- for type, for, like, ads. Like, imagine. No, I can't even begin to. Well, they didn't have to do as much work. Like, they would do an ad a month. Yeah. They, like, be smoking. Yeah, you could smoke, too. That really helped. Waiting for, like, the, like, letter to go (laughs) and just waiting for feedback for, like, a day. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah, and you had, like, assistants. Okay, well, what would would you rather? Like, like, the immediacy of all that stuff is, like, nice now, but... That sounds like you had way more of a life outside. Like, you could, like, <laughs> chill. You could think more. I wonder if, like, work was any deeper or better. I think they definitely had to – Your I think your hand skills, like, your craft, your For sense sure. of craft had to be, like, much better. way better than it is now. I bet you if you put people of our generation in that, we'd be scrambling so hard. And it would probably look like shit. Like – 100%. Just because we've been able to, you know, tweak and refine as we go. Yeah. But, like, okay – uh, uh, I think I like working now. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, you, sorry, I'm, I'm rambling here. This no, I know what you mean. editing thing. What? It's fine. <laughs> what was the original question? No, yeah, if you would like rather work then or now, but you said no. I think I'd go with now, yeah. Yeah. But I would say that I think the culture then was probably a little more conducive to actually having like, I don't feel like you'd have to be your job as much as you are now. Yeah. Like I think people maybe, I can't say definitely and it's probably different for everyone but like I kind of get the impression like people worked and then stopped working at a certain point back then yeah like they couldn't take it home with them like physically yeah 
<laughs> they yeah. just lived at the studio all the time if they did that. Yeah. That sounds kind of nice. I don't know. I'm like split though. Yeah. Sometimes you do want to just keep going. Yeah, it's important to know when to stop. And it's important to know, like for me, I won't. That was actually a really big thing for me, like when it was time for me to really definitively change lanes, like professionally, was like when I was working on that show, there were times where I was like falling asleep in my chair, like at the easel, like with the brush in my hand, like yeah, really, really like... And it's not to say I wouldn't work like that doing design, but, like, I had boundaries. Yeah. Like, there's a certain point where you have to stop, but, like, I will not stop (laughs) if it's my own work. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if you're going to, like, be able to do something till you sit there and, like, expire, like, it's probably a sign that maybe that should be what you're doing. And, Uh like, my time to stop is when it's like, okay, like, I'm either furious or, like, (laughs) about to, like, conk out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like you should write a book. (laughs) <laughs> like with illustrations oh okay like a com- comic or I did that one as a novel. kid a bunch I don't know yeah. I feel like that would work for you yeah. I don't know not, yeah, not that you need more shit to do <laughs> um, okay you sort of recently like did you like start again to skateboard like you skateboarded <laughs> before but now you're skateboarding again What? what's the story with the skateboarding <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I always really liked to skate when I was a kid, but I was never, like, a, a skate rat. Uh, you know, if you had the terms you had today, mm-hmm. back then, I would probably be a cruiser, or I'd be, like, using a cruiser board Okay. by okay. those standards, or I would be using it to cruise. Like, I wasn't, like, you yeah. know, going downstairs or anything. And, yeah, like, yeah. Generally pretty terrified of, like, the skater kids at my school because they were, like, super mean. Yeah. That's the thing that's really funny, like, looking at, like, all the nostalgia that's coming up of, like, mid-90s skateboarding. Mm -hmm. It's, like, that mid-90s movie. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I would have, like, those kids were not nice. (laughs) They were were terrifying. Yeah, yeah. At least the ones at my school were. But, I don't know, I grew up, I grew up, like, being adjacent to it and just really, really enjoying it. And a couple years ago, I bought a board and I wouldn't know. Calling it a midlife crisis might be <laughs> premature because I'm not, I don't think I'm yeah. in midlife yet. It's like quarter life crisis. My knees still work, so it's not totally yeah. horrible. But like, it's been an amazing thing to just pick up and like throw energy behind because, I mean, A, you meet people, and B, like, there's a misconception that you have to be like, you know, attempting just the craziest stuff mm-hmm. in order to show up at a skate park, especially when you're old. Like, yeah, it's kind yeah. of like, well, if you're there and you're old, like, you clearly have been doing this forever. And it's like, it's like mm, no. no. But, <laughs> like, again. I mean, yeah. Uh, I just did that because I wanted to. And I really, I don't know, it's one of the best decisions I made. Uh, just because, yeah, it's, like, a great outlet. And also, like, tackling a lot of mental uh, mental uh, demons or whatever you want to call mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, perceptions of yourself and, like. Well, they say you, you're supposed to, and I'm not saying you suck, but they're supposed to... Like, oh, no, I, I fully suck Well, you're <laughs> supposed to, like, do something that you suck at. Yeah, that's what's so fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's this podcast for me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> Just give it a couple more years. Yeah, I know. And competent. I know. And but, but that's the thing. You're supposed to, like, do something, like, that's new, that's scary, that's low stakes. Yeah. Because, like, your job presumably is like high stakes yeah. you know so it's just something that's supposed to be good for your you know brain which i think that's great it sounds like it's working yeah it's like a rubik's cube and you get exercise and also like it's i don't know i feel like in a way uh, that the art that was going on as i was growing up like on decks and stuff like that was always what attracted me to it like mm. i was obsessive about it yeah um 
Like, I was never, like, (laughs) it's funny, like, you hear people of my age who are, like, I had every issue of Thrasher, like. Yeah. I I got a couple issues of Thrasher from, like, as a gift uh, when I was a kid, and I was, like, I don't think I should be reading this. This is very adult. (laughs) (laughs) You're, like, just show me the decks. (laughs) But, like, I had that, like, I had, like, the the catalogs that would come in, and I was, like, I would pour over those graphics, and, like, I still love those things, and played a, they, they played a huge role in, like, what I like to make now, like. Interesting. It's like Alien Workshop and Toy Machine birdhouse graphics of those days. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, those yeah. are huge for me. So in a way I kinda get to honor that like child version of myself. You gotta do a like a real skate deck for a company. I certainly hope I get to. Oh Lord knows I'm trying. But I mean that's like that's a thing that you that work tends to go to people who um, they're just like in the community. Yeah, you know, but you you are be. now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like usually, if you're on a board, you're drawing on a board. Like it's a very skateboarding's like its own little yeah. thing, and I don't consider myself a part of that community. I'm not about to say I am. I'm. Do you have a crew though? Do you have like people you skate with? Or I, you, yeah, every like, now and then, there's people my age that I like to. We, we go attempt. That's, hit curbs. It's great. That's fun. Yeah. Have you bailed like really hard ever? Yeah, I fell on my face like three days ago. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! And and like. It's, like, not cool to, like, wear a helmet and, like, pads <laughs> and stuff, right? No, and uh, I did for, like, the first year of getting back because I fell and hit my head and, like, knocked myself out pretty bad. Oh, my God. And uh, that's weird when you're 30. Yeah. Like, yeah. going into work and they're like, like, you look, like, kind of, like, not here. Like, you okay? Like, I fell off my skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I wore a helmet for, like, the first year and it was really, really stupid. But I tried to own it and lean into it and... If I'm ever going to, like, go on a ramp or anything like that, like, I know that, like, it could get bad. I know how much it sucks to hit your head. Yeah, yeah. I'm never going to do that again. But I mean for Can't they make helmets that look like baseball hats? (laughs) They do. They do. Do they? But they're just kind of big and weird looking. doesn't change the fact that, I mean, well, I have such a big head and I wear a hat, like, I could probably just get away with it. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, that's funny. Do you um, listen to music or, like, podcasts while you're working? Of course. Okay. Or watch TV? Yeah. All those things. What you what, do that too, right? I do. Yeah, I do. I that do. goes back to the whole ADD thing, Pam. Oh, it's wrong. That's what that is. No, that's like you're. Um, yeah. Do you also when you drink a lot of coffee? Do you just get? Do you like level out? Or do yeah, you, it doesn't do anything. Yes. Have you? I've never been you diagnosed. You're taking the test? No. no. Usually our industry is full of us. I know. I really, really do feel like I am. <laughs> it's. Not, I've I've known for a long time. Oh, man, I should take a test. Okay, well, check back. Anyway, <laughs> before I get off topic and further prove my point, <laughs> uh, yes, I listen to podcasts and music and TV when I work. Now, what, like, is it classic, like, ADD then? Lots of different stuff, different music, different styles? different. No, I, I have, like, or... 12 albums that I listen to. I, I don't right? have any new room for anything in my heart. Really? I'm pretty closed off. I need to get better at it. What are you listening to? What are the albums? It's got to be the best albums. I'm waiting for it. Oh, they're probably not. <laughs> they're probably pretty cringy. I don't know. It's like pretty much what I've been into since I was like 18. I kind of peaked, I think. I mean, there's obviously new stuff that comes around that uh-huh, I'm interested uh-huh, in uh-huh. and like I'm eager to give time You're to. You're stalling. You've got to tell me what these albums are. The Blue Album. I listen to the Blue Album all the time. Okay, so that's like good. Pretty much like early Weezer stuff that's and good. Love the Smiths and yeah. um, Guy by Voices and that whole kind of like fuzzy, wimpy... Uh, yeah. Rock and roll stuff. Okay, I get it. I yeah. get you. Yeah. All that right. One, Power Pop Sloan is another one that They've I They've really made like. more, though, you know? I know. I know. <laughs> and I try to listen to it. I, it's not like I'm totally stuck in a vortex, but um, yeah. And then for podcasts, uh, I love Marin. Yeah. 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 He's clutch. Yeah. And then 
for sure. That new Conan one is really good. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. It's great. Okay, got yeah. to, got to. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Um, now, TV, like, yeah, like, I think we talked about this before. I can't, you can't listen, you can't watch something too good, because mm-hmm. then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're just watching TV. Exactly. It can be hard to find that balance of, like, watchable, but not, like, too good. Yeah. Like, for lack of a it's content. It's content. <laughs> it's something, that's why I really like Gilmore Girls. Not that it isn't good. It's good, but I've, like, seen it several uh-huh. times. And But it's just many seasons, yeah. and it's, like, lots of fast talking. Yes. Which is, like, clever. It's like, uh, I would say The Office is that for me. Oh, yeah. And I've also rewatched yeah. The Office several times. That's like a bag of M&Ms. Like, you just, like... Yeah. Just keep going. You can just dip in, yeah. in and out. You know where you are. <laughs> Frasier's like that. Oh, God. Frasier's so good. I was very excited when they um, finally... Uh, did they add it to Netflix or is it on, it's it on, on Crave? Crave? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited to find that it was on Crave because in the States, it's on the American Netflix, and every time I travel, I'll, like, watch it. I do that, too. I was, <laughs> there's, like, shows that I know that are on American Netflix that I'm bringing my laptop specifically for, like, I'm going to have downtime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm going to have American Netflix, and I want to, like, what show is it that I, like, left halfway through? I can't remember, but, yes, I know, I'm guilty of that. It's so sure. good. And before, when you could, like, hide your <clears throat> IP, you could go to, like, other countries' Netflix. Yeah. Like, Japanese, Italian. Mm-hmm. They had all sorts of other weird shit that was great. Yeah. And not just, like, Japanese shows, like, whatever. I miss that. It's always odd the shows that like that are American that end up on like other channels where you're like, of all the shows that come out of North America, you're picking this one. Yeah, huh? like why this? I don't know. Maybe it was the cheapest rights wise. Yeah, like maybe. you just never know. Um, okay. Oh, and I have another thing to ask. Yeah. You did stand up, excuse me? Yeah. What, tell me how this happened. I did it for like five years, pretty much from like age nineteen to twenty five ish. Pretty much like yeah early teens to going to design school. Why did you stop? Uh, I wasn't funny. Are you, I, come on. Well, it's also like, um, I started doing it because I was in a small city that didn't have a club, and a lot of my friends and I wrote jokes and loved comedy and still still do, and um, just wanted like a means to do it and try it. Yeah. So we started doing our own shows like kind of on a do-it-yourself base level so I mean that's what I'm talking about when I say I've done comedy like yeah. I wasn't like headlining doing like the club system and like yeah, yeah. get your type five and, yeah, like, yeah yeah I wasn't like you know it was very isn't Regina Saskatchewan like that's pretty much how that's how fun. epic it got but like I did that and it was good like good training for like uh I guess working in the commercial creativity kind of yeah. realm because like you definitely learn how to like just eat shit and yeah. like keep a straight face yeah. and not get too attached to your ideas and like learn how to work without just ripping people off mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But I stopped doing it because like art school pretty much filled that void for me. Yeah. Like I was at when I was doing stand up, I was like really low key about visual art. Like I I'd always drawn. Like that was my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And then when stand up entered the picture, for whatever reason, like I kinda just abandoned that part of myself and it was I kind of, I don't know, that phase of my life is funny because I don't really feel like in a lot of ways I was really being true to myself, and I think that's why I'm just, like, never again when it comes to the thought of getting on stage, because it's like, that was me, like, trying on that a personality. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I was so fucking annoying in the time of, like, me, <laughs> me trying to find funny stuff and stuff. It's awful. Like, it's horrendous. I feel bad for anyone who had to hang no, out with me Oh, come time. on. <laughs> I mean, everyone's, like, bad at first. Yeah. But yeah, you're just like, this is not worth sticking 
No, and I don't. I wouldn't want to do it now for like a handful of reasons. There's way. There's. I'm way funnier when I don't have to go on stage and relate verbally, like yeah, like yeah. draw something. Yeah. Or like write something. Yeah, and think about it. Yeah. Like really. Be allowed to stumble over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I don't, know, I don't like having a room of people like get mad at me. Like, I'm a little. I'm a little too. Uh, maybe a little too soft for the. The world to stand up. All right, yeah. all right. Well, yeah, it seems very scary to me. I'm, I, I always like admire anyone that can do it and yeah. do it well. Same. Yeah. That's also why I can't watch it. Oh, really? Like I can't go to comedy shows because. Still? No, I've always just been able to like just get up and leave when I hated it because I was I put the shows on. Yeah, yeah. Like I was booking and promoting them yeah, when I was wow. in my twenties. So like, <laughs> if the show is tanking or like there's someone on stage who I just didn't care to hear, I was like, well, I'm going outside. Oh, that's that's stressful because you're too like, <laughs> like attached. I know when we have our sad comedy shows, like which I always want to get to, but for the exact reason that I'm saying, yeah. like I I I have a hard time going when I'm. But like, they're good. I'm sure they are. They're you guys good. always have great lineups, and like yeah. the people you get on are like actual comedians. Yeah, yeah, they that's are really good. Solid. At first, like the first couple, though, I'd be like, is it gonna go well? Like I don't know, because like not a lot of people come. You know, like people are still seeing like. What is this about? What yeah. is happening? It was very nerve wracking because because you, you know you're like attached to if they if it gets laughs or not, and it's like it's not me up there, but yeah, you're still like feel responsible totally. if it does bad. Yeah, so I get that. I get that. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna play a game. <laughs> Happy or sad? Okay. Um, first one. Do you first of all you you get this game? You just say if you're happy or sad with whatever I say. Great. Kay. There's no theme music. That's weird. I mean. <laughs> Someone should make us theme music. <laughs> I was saying this in my intro. Like, if anyone knows how, please. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pretty I guess I could ask welcome. my husband. Yeah. He would never do it, though. Yeah. It's not, like, cool enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Absolutely cool. Yeah. Or happy? wait, happy. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the word. Yes. No, yeah. oh, 100%. Because you wrote the piece for the cheese issue <laughs> yep. about Guy Fieri. But like, yeah, you're you're like at your parents' house, who presumably have cable. You see it, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're gonna stick with it, you're yeah, gonna... for sure. I mean, it depends what he's eating, but yeah, yeah. Finally, I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm an advocate for Guy Fieri. I think he's great. Do you think that he should change his look by now, or is it too like attached? To That's a tough him? one, because you kind of have to respect someone that hangs in there that hard. I know. Who's Maybe it'll come like, back around. <laughs> I, hope. I mean, he kind of, in a way, like, in the later seasons, he has kind of reeled it in a little. Like, okay. not okay. as much, like, uh, polyester flame shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the a word lot, someone... it's a lot of look. I remember some, I read some article once where they called him an anthropomorphic pinball machine. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Can't yes. remember who said it, but that's better than I could ever. That sounds right. That sounds yeah. right. Okay, um, next one. Socks and sandals. Oh, sad. Yeah. I don't like that at all. It's like a new thing, though. Yeah, pick a lane. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hard stance on socks and sandals. Um, therapy. Oh, 100% happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's end result. You <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you're going and it's not happy, like, that might mean it's working. Right. That's the thing. I feel you. I think people think that that's supposed to be, like, easy, and it's not. It's it's, it's like going to the brain, uh, brain gym. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, with therapy is I... Well, this probably has more to do with the fact that it costs so much. Yes. Is that I only go if I need to go. But mm. I feel like it would be good to go even when you don't need to. Well, that's what I did for like, I don't know. If you're getting into, this is turning like, into a Mark Marin episode a little too quick. I mean, but I did that for like, I think I did that for a solid year and a half. 
because I was Good like, for you. It was oh, well, thanks. But it was it was like uh, it was expensive, and it was uh, a really kind of gnarly time in my my life, just like with what work was like and what um, was going on in my family and my wife's family, and it was just like this is necessary and like there were days where you go where it's like this isn't like the most fun but like I'm glad I at least talked about this and like yeah. took it elsewhere and didn't like keep it inside or like totally that one other person who you trust with everything because like that that is taxing oh for sure so yeah. I, I'm a proponent for therapy if, if people God, feel like it's could've... time well okay <laughs> that's a lot I wish I could afford I could I just don't like get this other thing I'm just obviously not putting it to in priority or whatever yeah anyway yeah. i don't know <laughs> i sound like i really need therapy it's just good to go i just yeah. know it's good to go when you go you feel good after yeah. no stigma if you, everyone should do it i they really should honestly okay um happy or sad ryan reynolds uh i'm indifferent uh, I prefer, i'm a gosling ryan Person. Right, yeah. me too. Of the Ryan's Gosling, hundred yeah. percent. I kind of, I don't find like, I, I don't when when Reynolds is being funny, like he's kind of really being funny at me, and I kind of. It's like too much. It's yeah. like tone it down. But yeah, but I mean, he's he's talented. He's, he made a movie in my hometown. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, in uh, Regina. Yeah, and just that movie, Just Friends. That. Oh, know. that was there. Yep, that makes uh-huh. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so of course I have to give him partial credit. Okay, fair enough. Um, like Naomi, our producer, was saying that he was um, <laughs> uh, in the Pikachu movie, which was very um, uh, not taken well really? by I her heard... generation. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Apparently. Why is that? What What could go wrong with a Pikachu movie? I, you know, apparently <laughs> it was just like... Apparently a lot. Apparently a lot. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I could bring this up because I don't know if you're going to know because yeah. I didn't know. But, okay, not to shame you about your Pikachu watching Naomi. I'm sure it was interesting. Anyway. Well, uh, she's hiding her face pretty good there. <laughs> <laughs> I always want her to, like, say stuff, but she never will. Anyway, she's here, I promise you. Mortified. Okay. <laughs> um, Madonna. Uh, happy then, sad now. Yeah, I know. Like, she just came out with an album, and it's like, just stop already. And I feel like everyone has, like, any, like, good band that's big in an important time, like, owes everyone the right to just quit. Yeah. Like, 10-year run for everything and just, or, like, like, pull the plug. do something else. I don't know. I don't know what she could do. Um, mm, I don't know. Like, per, like produce or mentor someone else? Chill out. Just be Madonna. Just chill out. Live in your castle. Yeah, or like, oh, you know what she should do? Yeah. <gasps> she should make like a like drag race type show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be like the judge. Yeah, she could do that. Yeah, like that, I'd watch. Yeah. Everyone would watch that. Some of that old stuff, though, is pretty, it's pretty rad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, Burning Up is the best Madonna song. Yeah. Period. And like, no one plays it. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's that. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, I was, I was worried you were going to talk to me about work. <laughs> what else do we got to talk about? What do you have going on? What's next for you? So you're freelancing? Yep. Are you also working on another show? Uh, I applied for one, but I don't know if I'm going to be in a hurry to do one, because I really, I felt like the last one I did was, like, pretty, uh, I don't know, I feel like I could have given that another six months and, like, had something better. Mm. I felt like I really, like, forced it. I mean, I think to, like to get the deadline. Yeah, I forced myself, which is good ultimately. But like, uh, 
I definitely am walking away from that being like, I'm going to give that a minute. I applied for one, just like a local one, which I think would be cool. I have some ideas that I'd like, that I'd want to play with. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I'm not in a huge hurry to get in. I'm doing some like group shows and stuff like that. Just as like a means to experiment. But like, yeah. as far as solo stuff goes, like there's a reason why those don't get offered all the time. It's because it's a huge amount of work yeah. and it better be good. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> would you ever do a mural? Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely would. You should apply for a mural fest. You'd get it. I have. Oh, you did? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, no. It's a yearly thing. We all do. it. Like, it's so many people apply. Yeah, I guess. And, like, yeah. the – um, I've never really done one. And, well, I mean, I've done large-scale stuff when I was a young man or young when I was a chap. Yeah. But, like, uh, it's a total discipline to itself. And I was volunteering with a couple this year just oh, to, like – see how it's done yeah. so I can say I know how to do it and yeah, like yeah. support the pals and like just I mean now that I don't have coworkers anymore like it's more important than ever to like be a part of your community yeah yeah <laughs> oh is, so you're coming out to our show that of course yeah the yeah. nostalgia issue yeah well, what's the date on that <laughs> oh it's July 6th thanks <laughs> for asking <laughs> yeah yeah I will be there okay great um yeah, I'd love to do a mural. It'd be cool. But I think, like, that's a thing you earn, and that's a thing you have to, like, demonstrate that you know how to actually do before you do it. Yeah, which is hard because it's, like, you like once you get one, then you get more, but it's, like, getting that yeah. that first one. And I've been, like, unsure about how my work translates to something that big, to be honest. Like, well, I think it'd be cool. Well, thanks. I could see it, for sure. I feel like my stuff's pretty small and, like, kind of exists modularly. But you have to think about like seeing a mural you're not always like in front of it you're like seeing it from across the street yeah which is that's true small again i was learning that while uh helping on one the other day where it was like i kind of had to be reminded they're like this gets seen from like 30 feet away so yeah because like, you're like oh it like looks so like jaggedy up close because yeah. like obviously buildings are weird and brick and whatever yeah. but then from far away it's like oh it looks perfect yeah yeah which is exactly what these are the kind of reasons why i haven't been able to do one yet Okay, okay, you're gonna, I swear. Um, Well, thanks for coming to talk with me. Yeah, totally. Thanks for having me. My song choice for today comes from Devours. You may remember him from our space issue launch. He sort of is from another planet in the best way possible. Actually, he's from Nanaimo, which, you know, same, same. I'm also from Nanaimo, so don't at me. Well, he's got a fun new album out, and this song particularly speaks to nostalgia, so it felt... It was fitting, what with our nostalgia issue launch and everything. From his sophomore album, Iconoclast, here's Curmudgeon by Devours. Nostalgia's the worst Who even needs to give a fuck about the 90s anymore Yet I can't get enough of it Remove my bones and shove me back inside my parents' VCR Guess I got what I wanted I dug my own grave
a man who passes the test, who's willing to watch basic instinct in Candyman on VHS, because I got what I wanted. podcast is recorded at the Vancouver Public Library and is produced by Naomi Ryan and Sad Magazine. Our intro music is from Shamir. <laughs>